how old were you when you started this brand? So I was 12 when we started like coming up with the idea and the products and then 13 when it launched. That is insane. And then people would film me in public. Like kids will be kids. Like what? I just want to do what I love and not be judged for it, which this is for you. It's time to get loud. Welcome back to Loud Talk with Lavia podcast, where we break down the walls of beauty standards one flaw at a time. And today I have such a special guest, Fiona Frills. Thank you so much for joining me in today's episode. Thank you. I'm so excited. I am so excited to chat about all sorts of things. I feel like we're going to go off on so many different directions, which is always fun. Literally. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm so excited. I feel like we have a lot in common and overall, I think it's going to be a great chat for sure. Yes. I, I estimate that we're going to have to cut the podcast when we're like not even done our convo. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> but so excited to get to chat with you. Well, Fiona, obviously like you are definitely a social media figure. You are now a brand founder um, for quite a few years now. Um, just girl bossing all the way, which I absolutely love to see. So can you tell you know, the audience a bit about your background, how you started, um, because you started off on YouTube, right? Yeah. So actually I started out doing acting and modeling. So okay. I started when I was eight years old, very wow. young. I barely remember it, but like I have little highlight memories and some like not so much of highlights. They're like, like <laughs> scary memories of that. I'm yeah. like, what did I do? I'm like, that was terrifying. Um, but so I started out doing modeling and acting and I really, I came to the realization that acting and modeling is very, some, it's a little shallow. It's a very shallow industry. Casting directors normally pick you off of how you look which makes sense modeling 100% that that does make sense but yeah I think it's so shallow they do not pick you for like necessarily like your personal talents and like your morals and like how you are with other people and it's overall a shallow industry so I was like okay I want to get away from this so I started YouTube very similar in a way but I could actually be myself so I started doing YouTube when I think I was like 10 almost 11 so it's been it's been a minute for sure um and then I I now don't do YouTube as much but now I do TikTok and I post YouTube shorts and I also have a brand which is my main focus so Mm -hmm. a little bit all over the place but I like to keep it keep it fun keep myself never bored um yeah it's a lot for sure um, okay so yeah. you started off really young like in the industry yes like in front of cameras and it all so oh, yes. what kind of like made you want to go on youtube honestly the element that you could just completely be yourself like there is right. no one telling you what to do besides like yourself being mm-hmm. like whatever you want to be like i see people like i mean the miranda sings is a horrible example <laughs> but she played a character I mean so many people did so many different things on YouTube inspired me I was like oh my god I just want to do what I love and not be judged for it which you know there was still judgment but less of it and I felt I felt like I had a place to go because I was also homeschooled so I didn't have a lot of friends so I was very lonely so I would talk to the camera and be like 
my camera was my best friend. Like I right. started out filming on my laptop. So just, just like this, which is kind of crazy. Yeah. That's so insane. And yeah, like I, I totally relate to that. Cause I started YouTube when I was 13. So like super young, similar era, you know, when like everyone was just getting on doing their thing. And um, I think the word, like, I wasn't really affected by any of the judgment online. It was just more like kids at school, you know? So like- Don't get me started. I didn't go to school, but like a lot of my friends did and I'd hang out with them and like people were ruthless. Like what was like, what's a story for you? Like what was I think the worst one is like, cause kids will be kids, you know? So like, I'm not even going to like blame like 13 year olds. Like, yeah, were they like rude? Yeah, but like, whatever. We all like learn. The worst thing was like when I was in high school, I remember I hit like, I was like 15 at the time and I hit like 2000 subscribers, which I was like, oh my gosh, you know? And um, my math teacher like started playing my video in the class when I walked in and it was like traumatizing because I was like, um, I would have walked out. I would have been like, I was. No. yeah or like you know just people telling me like oh like are you still like making those videos and stuff like you know like just that judgment and I'm so happy that I didn't really ever like let that stop me because now it's like those same type of people who are like oh my gosh it's so amazing how you're like self-employed and blah 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 and I'm like yeah <laughs> yeah no I have a similar kind of story I was at a party and there was this huge TV connected to like the biggest speakers and the loudest speakers. Okay. They played one of my most embarrassing videos. My like, okay, I I did like a lot of videos revolving around like helping teens and like the teen experience. Yes. And this one was revolving around periods. They play it on the screen in front of hundreds of people and they hid the remote so I couldn't turn it off. Right. So I'm like, I'm like, okay, I got to stay calm. I lock myself in a laundry room and I just start bawling. I'm just like, oh my God, I hate this. And then people would film me in public, like, just like, like start filming me. Like people from like different high schools around my hometown would film me like doing random things. I'm just like stalker energy. I'm like, can we not film me in public? Like, I don't like I'm eating like, dude, don't do that. Like I'm a crazy person, but yeah, social media then I feel like wasn't as cool as it is now like now when someone says they're like a TikToker people are like oh my god yes but when we started it It was really cool no I literally was having a conversation um with someone at my like nine to five job the other day and I was saying how like before I applied to that job that I have now I never put social media on my resume ever because like it was so like looked down on you know and I'm like I don't want people to know I do YouTube like because they'll think that's unprofessional or whatever right and they'll like because there's this whole like stigma with like posting stuff on the internet like you don't want to post on the internet because like especially with like jobs right and then funny enough when I applied to the engineering job that I'm working now I was like okay I'm just gonna put all my social media experience on here because at the end of the day like this has been my job like for the past nine years you know um and funny enough like the person who interviewed me the like one of the first questions they asked were like oh my gosh like you do youtube that's so cool and i was like huh times have changed (laughs) times have changed which makes me feel like oh my god like we're getting old like what like that sounds weird to me like i'm like what like back then like i feel like it was so different which back then just that sentence yeah 
I feel like is so trippy but I mean we're not old but still no times have changed we're not 13 anymore exactly yeah no and it's it's weird starting off on social media that young and speaking of that like do you think that starting on social media that young like affected your confidence or do you feel like it boosted your confidence you know both in a way I think that it affected me a lot when it I don't know exactly how to describe this honestly like in a social setting I was always very very scared to say I was a YouTuber or like I did social media like I would always avoid the question like I would so loop around it in any way I could like I would even lie like I would Mm -hmm. fully make up a lie and be like no I do this and I work here like I would fully not say it because I got like made fun of so much or looked at very differently and that would be very like oh my god like my job is like so like looked down upon it's so weird like it made me think a lot about it but at the same time I would not be where I am today without it and it has it has made me more confident. Like I feel, I feel confident in myself when it comes to like being online and doing interviews and talking to people. Now I feel like it's definitely opened up a room for me. So there's like multiple different elements to it, but I would say both. Like it's definitely, it's been a mix for sure. Yes, absolutely. And I totally agree with that because one, like I think now people are starting to see social media as like a legit job but like there are still people who like don't see it that way um but I remember like even just talking to like friends family whoever even just a couple years ago like they'd be like oh what are you doing this weekend and it's like oh I'm gonna work and they're like what do you mean you're working and I'm like oh well I have to film videos and they're like oh like you're just filming videos and it's like it's still my job you know like I'm you know like I'm gonna take it seriously no matter you know, like, even when I was making, like, a hundred bucks off YouTube a month, like, I'm still gonna take it as seriously as I, I do now, you know, like, that's, and that's why I think I got to this point, is because I always took it seriously, you know? Yeah, that, oh my god, it's to this day, to this day, it makes me actually want to explode. Yes. Like, oh, are you working today on a selfie? Like, I get that still, all the time, yes. I'm like, I, like, make, I just, I'm like, huh, yeah. Uh-huh. yes totally. and the thing I'm is doing that. like I'm just taking a selfie like what that's all yes it's, it's so degrading I'm like what like what in the oh that really pisses me off still to this day and I, I cannot work agree more it. yeah personally like I just can't like compose that it <laughs> yeah no absolutely because like and for myself like I still work like a traditional nine-to-five job like in an office setting so like I think I can really see both sides of the story when people are like oh, I hate when social media people are complaining, blah, blah. And, like, I think this, like, working in social media, it's a very, like, blessed job to have. Like, it's, like, you know, I'm so grateful that I can do this every day because, you know, I do work on my own schedule and I'm able to, like, do what I love and, you know, create and I feel inspired every day and work with my favorite brands. But, like, it doesn't mean that it's not hard. And I think, if anything, it's not, like, the work itself is necessarily hard compared to, like, let's say my engineering job. But the like mental part of it is harder because you can't just put it down and close your laptop and be like hey it's five like I'm clocking out for the day like you're constantly thinking about it and you're also like there's no job like you know if you're employed somewhere you're not thinking obviously things can happen like you can get fired like layoffs happen but 
you're not really thinking every night like am I gonna lose my job tomorrow whereas like in social media I feel like you're constantly worrying like is tomorrow gonna be the day like I'm I've lost like all my hype you know yeah no it's so true and I also feel like when it comes to doing social media and putting yourself online you the fun things about your life become your job yeah like you start filming like going to the grocery store going shopping filming hauls hanging out with your friends that nothing is you for doing you. your makeup literally you know? everything yeah. literally doing your skincare you share I mean it depends on the creator right. but you share a lot like you share so much about like people share their boyfriends like everything and like that is like putting your whole life in as your job I agree though it's not that it's hard work to a degree but it's also not it's not like it's not like an engineering job I 100% say those are very different but mentally it is so draining like doing social media for so long like I sometimes don't want to pick up a camera and film like I that is the last thing I want to do yeah but it's not the it's not like it's like oh my god it's such hard work it is the element of like wow everything in a way that you enjoy becomes work which oh absolutely because like let's say the average person like gets up in the morning and does their makeup you know and they just do their makeup whereas like when I get up in the morning do my makeup I'm like should I be filming this yes you know getting a new like thing at the rent like at like a grocery store and like trying it like oh should I film like trying this like everything everything Yeah. yeah and just the pressure too because it's so like it fluctuates so much you know like you could be like so high one one week and the next week like no one's watching your content you're like Kate like what happened how am I gonna get back you know it's stressful it's definitely stressful so what was what are your thoughts kind of you know because obviously there's been so so much of a shift on social media especially away from YouTube and how has that affected like you doing YouTube and kind of you know, finding like new things um, for your career as well? You know, I definitely think that I think YouTube, oh God, there's such a love hate with me and YouTube. Like I love YouTube, but also like now I feel like my demographic is more on TikTok. Yes. I'm on TikTok. I honestly don't watch YouTube anymore. Like I, I'll watch like one video every once in a while, but I do not choose to open the YouTube app. Okay. I think that's also because like I myself have uploaded on it. Like it's kind of like, oh my God, it's YouTube. Like yeah. it's more of like a work app to me. Um, but I I personally post a lot more on TikTok. I'm still not very consistent on social media, which I need to work on more. It's just sometimes I just don't have enough time or the energy that it takes to film because I feel like you, you, you have to have sometimes a lot of energy to be creative and like make a video funny or do like it's, it's energy that like gets like wiped out of you. But right now I've been definitely focused a lot on my brand. We've expanded a lot and it's just so much work constantly it's very consuming we're currently in uh, select cbs and walmart stores and we're possibly launching in another retailer soon so it's just it's been a lot of work but um that's kind of my that's my focus right now i love business and i love working with teens because my whole brand is yes it's, it's revolving around teens because i think teens are looked over the most out of most uh age groups Mm -hmm. so uh teens hold a very special place in my heart so teens are on tiktok i'm on tiktok i i mean i'm a teen still i'm still 19 but 
yeah I mean I say like I can't believe how young you are like I'm 21 I'm not much older than you but like it is really crazy to see like how much you've done you know at 19 and you're so well spoken um and I think that does come because like that's something I've gone a lot to and I think it does come from like being in front of a camera from a young age because you had to kind of learn how to like speak to an audience and you know I'm not saying public speaking and talking to a camera is the same thing but I do think they share a lot of elements and I definitely see the difference in like speech when I'm talking to someone who has a YouTube background versus like a TikTok or Instagram background because like Uh with TikTok it's like quick you know like you say a few words then you just like do your thing whereas like YouTube like you're sitting down for like 20-30 minutes maybe even an hour or two that gets edited down you know and you're like free like speaking on something so um no that I think that's amazing and I want to get all into your brand because I think what you're doing is so cool so walk me through like you know how you kind of got the idea to start a brand did you always kind of growing up know that you wanted to kind of take a more entrepreneurial route no, I honestly, I didn't. I, I honestly didn't know I wanted to do acting or modeling or YouTube. Like I just kind of like fell into it. Okay. Like all of it was like kind of natural and organic. Right. Bizarre to me. Cause most people like set out and they're like, I need to be this, but I never really had that feeling. Now I have that feeling a lot more okay. when it comes to like the brand. I think it's kind of like, it's a huge part of me now. I'm like, it's like my child. Like I like, I love it to death. Right. I poured so much into it. Um, but I started out, um, as you know, like on YouTube and I was filming a lot of beauty and skincare videos and my skin took a hit. It was just breaking out. I had rashes on my face. I was having so many different skin problems and I was like, what is going on? I turned to like my friends and family and I was like, guys, like what's going on? Like, what do I do? And they were like, oh, it's just hormones. Like you'll, it'll It'll go away when you're older. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know. Like, I feel like there's something else going on here. So I started looking at the ingredients and all the products that I was using. And I was like, what in the bleep? I was going to swear. I don't know if I can can swear. swear. (laughs) You're good. What in the fuck? Basically. I was like, no way. Like, no, no way. So I was like, I went to my mom and I was like, mom, I really want to take the money I've made off of like YouTube acting and YouTube and invest it and create a beauty and skincare brand and target it for teens. Like make sure that like the ingredients are made for teens because there's so many brands out there like Drunk Elephant that damage teen skin. Like there's retinol in there that a 13, 12 year old should not be using. Um, so I started the brand and everything's non-comedogenic, hypoallergenic, cruelty-free and very natural. Like it is not like a full glam type of makeup. It's a no. very natural, your skin like enhanced. It yeah. Your skin look better. Yeah. Yeah. Like exactly. Um, so it's been, it's been a work in progress. I mean, God, we started it in 2016, launched December of 2017 and now it's 2023. Like, well, how? where did the time go? I, I truly don't know. But wait, so it's 2023, you, right? So like, yeah. yeah. So you were, how old were you when you started this brand? So I was 12 when we started, like, coming up with the idea <sighs> and the products. And then 13 when it launched. Okay, I did have a lot of help with my mom. Like, I, I had, like, the creative and the makeup side of it. But my mom helped with, like, the website and, like, the back end stuff. Because... I don't think any 13 year old, maybe a few, I feel like there's a few 13 year olds who could totally build a website, but that was not for me. I, I didn't know how to do that. But wow. Yeah. So does your mom like have experience in like yeah. the entrepreneur side? Okay. 
For sure. She, uh, she worked at a lot of different tech startups. So she's a big tech girl. She's, she's very different than me in most ways. Like she doesn't really like, like makeup that much. Like she wears it, but like barely, mm-hmm. uh, she's very tech oriented. So okay. she's, she's very smart when it comes to the back end of stuff. Like she, oh my God, you can ask her any question. I swear she knows the answer to. She's like a, she's like a dictionary and like a tech <laughs> manual and everything. I'm like, where did you get all of this knowledge? I'm like, hello, like share, please. Right. Um, but yeah, she's, she's incredible. I couldn't do Wow. So you've literally, you became a brand right. founder at 13, 12, 13. That is insane. I don't even it doesn't even register in my mind sometimes I'm like really I'm like that's crazy I feel like I'm 26 like or 30 like most days I like wake up and I totally think I'm older but I'm like wait a minute no and that's you know not saying you look like 26 or 30 at all but that's the vibe I'm getting from you you know you speak very like mature and I that is wow that is so amazing I didn't realize you started that young I definitely thought you started it you know a bit older but that is really cool so what what was that process like with like launching the brand did you have like any fear in that or you know did your subscribers like have your back with when you launched you know so there's been a lot of different periods when it comes like when it comes to well I guess any brand owner would say this like there's so much that happens all the time like there's always an issue there's always a bump in the road but there's also like very great high points so my subscribers when I initially launched were so supportive so sweet which was incredible now the brand has grown a lot outside of my own followers and it's like different people's followers I work a lot with creators and um yeah I mean one one part that was very scary is I believe, God, I forget which year it was. I think it was like a year after launching investors reached out and were like, Hey, like, we'd like to like work with you. And they were hands-on investors, which is very rare. Not a good thing. Um, Basically after like six months of working with them, Florence came out, which is Millie Bobby Brown's makeup line and Frilliance and Florence sound real similar. Right. Me. Um, So Basically, they, the investors were like, hey, you should shut down your business. You're never going to compare to Millie Bobby Brown. And I was like, I'm sorry, L'Oreal, Maybelline, NYX, all these brands, all are very similar. And well, some of them are owned by the same company. Yeah. And even then, right? Like they're owned by the same company. And yet still they have like their own customer races and doing just fine. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So I'm just like, logically, I'm like, what in the world is this? So the partnership was completely canceled, which I'm so grateful for. So grateful for now. But in those moments, I broke down on the call. Like I was bawling, like fully bawling. I like had no other reaction, which I don't like to cry on business calls. Like that was embarrassing. But also like, how dare you say that? Like to someone who's so young and like, whatever. It was very unprofessional, I think in like the way they worded things. But now we are doing a lot better. So that was a very scary moment, but also like working with retailers is really hard. The cash flow that it takes to maintain everything is ridiculous. And yeah, it's just, it, there's a lot of elements to a brand that you would never think of. Like I still find new things every, basically every day that I'm like, oh my God, I forgot about this. Right. Oh my God, this. So it's, it's definitely a rocky road, but it's fine. Right. It's a fun little roller coaster. I gotta ask you, what was kind of the inspiration behind the name Frillians? So Fiona Frills. Frills is actually not my last name. I don't know if I've really said that ever on a podcast, but Frills isn't my last name. Okay. I, I use it because 
my last name is like if you learn if you like look it up my like family owns like a few properties and my mom was like no like let's keep everything private so I was like okay like totally so I got to like make my own last name so I came up with frills when I was like really young and it's just stuck with me everyone thinks my last name is frills so I yeah I, I'm like, I thought your last name was Frost. <laughs> right, everyone does. Like my friends, like that have known me for a while. Sometimes they'll forget that my last name is not Frost. They'll be like, "What?" Um. So, basically, I was trying to come up with like a powerful word, and I was like saying like brilliance, like brilliant. I love that word. Um. So I switched it to like frilliance. Mm-hmm. So I just put like frills. Yeah. I, yeah. It was young. It was a young decision, but I like the name still. I think it's, I think it's fitting for the brand. No, it, it definitely is very fitting for the brand. It's, it's good. They still, still enjoy that name. Um, I'm, I'm still sorry. Like, I'm still like a little, um, I wasn't expecting that Frills was not your last name. So I'm like, well, <laughs> so you just like, like made up. Yeah. I'm like, still like, let me you're like, you've been here. lying all yeah. this <laughs> So like, you just, did that just like come to you like when you thought like oh I need like a new last name you just like thought of that so it was actually a rhyme it was Fiona Frills and Thrills yeah no like I did like a rhyme with it and it was in the beginning of my videos it was like this little like effect that came on it was awful it came on the screen it was like it was terrible but I it was first that and then I was like screw the the thrills like I just want Fiona Frills so yeah it started so young and it's honestly nice because there's like a little bit that like I have to myself but it's yeah I'll tell you my real last name after if you want to know it but yeah no all good I was just like (laughs) okay so I did also want to ask you so you don't really post like on YouTube like long form anymore the way you used to um so what made you like decide to kind of stop posting like a couple years ago Honestly, so for a few, like a year, I, God, I'm so bad with time, like years, like don't, like I'm trying to think of the exact year it was, but there was a year that I basically forced myself to post. Like I was like forcing it, like there was not really much joy left in what I was doing. Like I wanted to switch my content, but I was also like, no, like I've already built all of these like followers that like mm-hmm. this sort of content, like I didn't want to change it. And I was like, you know what? I I also had like a traumatic thing happen to me. So I've never, I don't know if I can, I, I'm going to start crying if I talk about it so, or maybe I won't, I don't know. But I had a very toxic person in my life that uh, really made me swirl downward very quickly. Swirl downward, what in the world kind of wording is that? I but get what you mean, yeah. Spiral downward? Spiral, yeah. yes. Absolutely spiral for a few months and I, I woke up from my spiral and I was like, okay, I need to focus on something. And I focused on the brand and then a lot of things started happening there. So it, it was a mixture of things, but I still love YouTube. Like I love my followers more than anything. Like they have done so much for me and I hope I've helped them in some ways. Uh, but long form content is very draining. I think like it's hard to come up with ideas every week and be excited and also make sure your followers like the content. So for me, long form content is very difficult. And I do think that the attention span of people is getting smaller and smaller and smaller, including myself. So 
I think that short form content is good for me right now and it's it's easier to do. Um, but one day I do want to post like a very long video and just like fill everyone in on what's going on because I, in a way I, I do miss it um, because it was a part of my life for so long, but. Absolutely. No, and I, I would love to see you post like a long form video like that. Um, I find that interesting because like I definitely took not as long of a pause off YouTube, like about two months when I moved last year. And I just was so like done with YouTube because I was like, oh, like not that TikTok's like easier, but I'm like, okay, like I'm putting so much time into these YouTube videos for them to get like basically no views compared to my TikToks, you know? So that's why I was like, what is the point of doing this? Right. So I wasn't really inspired on YouTube anymore. And then in this past year, like I've really been consistent with YouTube because I've kind of found this new like love for it I think because of YouTube shorts it kind of gave more exposure to my channel where I was like okay like maybe I'll start posting more long form again and I I've heard is really really good by the way I've a few other YouTubers like I've been hearing them and like like different panels long form and short form together is like a match made in heaven yes yeah you have the exact right idea yeah and like I just feel like a lot more calm when I film my YouTube videos now because I just like sit down and like I don't edit my videos anymore which I think that took a lot of pressure off me because like it's a lot to sit down and them like my brother's been doing that for me for two years now so now I literally for YouTube I just sit down film it and then it's like done and then it just gets posted like a couple weeks later so I like don't have to worry about it um whereas now I find like TikTok a little more draining because it's like every video you have to be posting like daily and you have to edit each one make it blah blah and like have a hook and if uh, all these all these things right so I've kind of found like a new love for YouTube where it's like I don't do as many like brand deals like not nearly as many brand deals on YouTube as I do compared to like TikTok so I feel like YouTube's like back to being like just like my like hobby yeah where it's like my fun place to be rather than like it's less like work in a way. So I really have been enjoying it a lot more, um, which I'm, I'm happy I found that love for it again, because like, that's where I started. And I feel like I'll always be like a YouTuber at heart. Yeah, um, me too. I will always say I'm a YouTuber, not a TikToker, like a hundred percent YouTube. I think, I think that there's so much creativity on YouTube too, and so much hard work on YouTube. Like I remember, I don't know if you will agree with me on this one. You might. I remember when TikTok first came out and people were just gaining like millions of followers like that. In a second. And I was like, oh my God, it took me so long to hit it. Like I I hit a million, like not long ago. I think like a two months, a month ago. I'm not, I'm terrible with time as I keep saying, but I'm like, uh, they just hit a million in like literally three weeks. I'm like, wow. Like I was jealous. Like I fully was like, fuck you, TikTok. Like that's so messed up. Oh yeah. And when when TikTok came out, like, cause I like, I never really had, with YouTube, like, I've been so consistent, and I'd always get so much. The videos I love to film on YouTube are, like, the, like, traditional, like, beauty videos of just, like, makeup tutorials, you know, just, like, favorite, like, my favorite products of the month, like, just, like, the very traditional beauty videos that first started coming on, like, 2012, 2013, and I came on YouTube in, like, 2014, and as, like, times evolve, like, no one really cares about those videos anymore, so... Um, when TikTok came out, I think I had like 30,000 subscribers on YouTube and then I gained like 30,000 followers on TikTok in like two months. And I was like, are you like, I was like mad at like myself in a way because I was like, are you kidding me? Yeah. I've been working on this damn app on YouTube for years and like, I can't even like gain subscribers. And now like, you know, my videos are becoming so popular on TikTok and I was like, what the heck? 
no, right? Like it, it, it kind of pissed me off for a little bit. I was like, really? I was like, wow. But okay, the one thing I will say is I think that YouTubers are a lot more like, okay, I'm going to watch my wording here. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It took them so long to get to where they're at that we're very humble and kind. And like, we appreciate like all sorts of different content because we understand how much work it took to get there where yeah. someone who just spikes up really quickly that is sometimes brutal on someone's ego like it can like make it go crazy and then yeah. like other issues can unravel through that um so i totally agree and there's so much it. money on tiktok like in terms of brand deals that i feel like people gain some views and then they like almost expect to be being paid for it where yeah. like i mean i i'm sure you understand like youtube like even now my adsense check from youtube will never compare to brand deals on tiktok you know no, like no. never and mm-hmm. like youtube takes i would say more time you know but like i i still do it because i i love the app and everything but yeah you're totally right in that it's just so different and coming from the different backgrounds i feel like you can almost tell who came off youtube like um monet like she's gained like a lot of traction on tiktok but she started out on youtube and i feel you can see that in the videos like how she edits them how she speaks like you can you can totally tell who like has a youtube background um i find that really interesting but what i will say about the follower or like subscriber whatever count i do feel like youtube subscribers like are so valuable are more valuable because tiktok like i follow so many people on tiktok and i could not name like more than five of them you know like full name like I have no idea what their name is I know what they look like and I know the type of videos they post but then I'm like you know someone would be like oh do you know this person I'm like no and they show me a video I'm like oh yeah I follow them you know whereas YouTube like when you're subscribing to someone like you're like signing a marriage contract no you know? it's so much like yeah you like they you love commit. your videos yes. they really connected with yeah. you they'll be there every week watching yeah yeah they're so loyal and just there for you they also they can be like they know you so well they can like pick you apart though which is like a downside but with tiktok you're so right it's like i don't really have a connection with like i think monet oh my god her mm, her tiktoks are so good i love her tiktoks like they are so they are probably one of my favorite like types yes absolutely very youtube but like tiktoky and entertaining yeah her herself is just she's so wonderful yeah she, you can just um, tell she's like a good hearted person like you can just yeah. tell her yeah. radio is just radiate good energy a hundred percent a hundred percent yeah and there, there's so many like tiktokers that like i don't even know their name but i know their face yes like, yes it's interesting you're right and I, I sometimes get comments from people that are like oh my gosh i haven't seen you on my for you page in so long you know and they like follow me so it's super interesting because it's like on youtube like you know, people will just go watch your video because it'll be, like, in the subscribe, like, mm-hmm. you know, what Box. is it? The recently posted yeah. by your uh, subscribe. I don't know. what Whatever. So it'll be on your homepage. That's what I'm trying to say. It'll be on yeah. your homepage that, like, whoever you're subscribed to posted a new video. Whereas on TikTok, like, unless you have notifications on, which, like, people don't really turn on, like, TikTok notifications because that would be, like, so oh, annoying. Yeah. Um, If they don't come up on your For You page, like, you're not going to see them, even if you are following them, right? And then if you go to search their name, half the time you're like, what's their name? Yeah. Unless no. their name's like like a slogan or something that's like easy to remember. But like my name, like on social media, maybe this was like my fault in doing this, but like my name and everything is living your And oftentimes like people, let alone can't even pronounce it, let alone like remember it to like 
you know, type it in and search it up. Yeah, no, it's always interesting. Like Brianna Chicken Fry, like she's one that always sticks in my head. Like, I don't know what it is with her name, but it stuck, it like stuck in my head. Which have you seen that she's like dating Zach Bryan or Zach Bryan? No, I didn't see that. I have no idea. I was, cause she, it's like a whole thing. I saw it and I was like, what is going on? Like, I don't know. There's always so much TikTok drama. Oh my gosh. Yeah. My feed right now is all Ariana Grande. Oh, what happened with her? Well, she got divorced. She got divorced? Yes. but married? She was married for two years. I did not know this. Yeah. She was married and now she's like dating one of, cause she's now filming Wicked. Um, like she's been filming wicked like the musical for like i don't know uh-huh. the past year or so and apparently she's like dating one of her co-stars now like on wicked but he was like married and like had a kid and then he like left his family for it like this whole Ooh. thing and his like well i guess now ex-wife like posted a statement saying like uh, i don't know like it, it's this whole thing so like that's all i'm seeing on tiktok and i'm like oh i hate when it's all drama like when i'm scrolling and i'm just like yeah oh, i'm like i just like, want to see makeup. like yeah yeah I just want to see like you know what the new like trendy makeup (laughs) whatever you know same same yeah no I'm like oh my god okay I don't need any drama like I'm good like yeah yeah or like Taylor Swift when all like when her every arrows towards just everything yeah everything it like blew same with Barbie Barbie's kind of all over mine have you seen Barbie I did see it yes is it good you haven't seen it no, I haven't seen Okay, it I won't say too much. I'll just say I did have to film like a full solo podcast episode after I watched it because I had a lot of thoughts. I was like, I need to sit down to like film this because my head was like just oh going my crazy God. with thoughts. Okay, I need to. I need yeah. okay, I need to see it. Was it like a hot like should I go see it? I think you should go see it. Like, I think especially like as a girl, like you know, especially like a young girl, like there's so much to it. And I think it relates so much to beauty standards and how we're seeing the world and like self-esteem and finding your purpose, which I think is such a like hard topic for a lot of people feeling like they don't have a purpose in life. So um, definitely a good movie. I know my brother watched it and I was like, how was it? He's like, eh. I'm like, yeah, you didn't get it. You didn't get it. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's for guys. Like, yeah. I'm like happy about it. I'm like, it's a girly movie. Yeah, like we, we have girls. our own thing. <laughs> yeah, because like, I feel like guys have so many movies and so many shows. Like Wolf of Wall Street, I didn't watch until like three months ago. I have not I seen thought- it. I got so angry watching it. I literally was like, oh, I hate this movie. I'm like, I'm <laughs> so blame. I was, I turned red and I called my mom after. I was like, what is this movie? Like, like she's like that's the olden days I was like well I was just so so male oriented and like every woman in the movie even Margot Robbie got like just it was awful I was mad I was just mad it was never maybe I'll never watch it then (laughs) the very man movie I was like damn I'm good it's a lot yeah no for sure Okay, I have to ask you, like, because I feel like growing up, I always got questions of, like, how do you balance, like, school and, like, another job with, like, content creating? But, like, how did you manage at such a young age, like, like, owning and, like, operating a brand on top of that? You know, honestly, it was very all over the place. But the one thing I will say is I dedicated days for certain tasks like one day was freelance oriented the next day was youtube oriented the next day was more like school oriented like i would pack things in on different days Yeah, like block in schedule i did the exact same thing and it works 
so, so well. well yeah no it's like the, I feel like it's one of the only ways you can do like a lot of different things yeah like, to, now I feel like my schedule is worse than it was because it's like so much like oh my god I need to do this right now and like things just get swapped around like my list is always like I have like a schedule and everything but it just it just gets longer and longer by like the minute sometimes I'm like oh wait I had to do this and so now I feel like my schedule is a little more like bouncing all over the place but I kind of like it which is mm-hmm. honestly I think a little alarming I think some of my friends and like my boyfriend think I'm crazy like they're like they're like Fiona do you know how to take a deep breath I'm like no I'm good I think that's type of like I I feel the same way and like a lot of people like don't understand the feeling of like if I don't if I'm not running around all day like a chicken with his head cut off I'm like I feel like I'm going crazy like I need to be like literally running all day yeah literally I love you know what's so it's like the adrenaline it is the adrenaline, 100% an adrenaline junkie. I sometimes purposely show up to the airport a little late, so I have to, like, hurry. Like, I don't know what it is. I think I have a, I'm delusional. I think that's what it is. But okay. Well, I don't do that. Don't I do think it. that would, like, freak me out a little bit, but I definitely, like, because I literally filmed the day in my life vlog, like, last week, and I posted it today, and because I, I had to film a video on it because people always ask me like how do you do so much in a day and I'm like literally like every hour there's something I'm doing till the moment like I from the moment I wake up to the moment my head hits the pillow at night like I have to be doing something and if I take a day where I'm like not doing something I feel like I'm losing my mind I feel like I'm not being productive like I, this is like I strive off stress in a way which I feel like is so bad but like that's just how I work that's how I, I operate think- yeah, I think it's more of like a an olden days thing. I hate saying olden days, but like people like back in the day, I feel like they were like always grunt, like always doing something where now it's a little more normalized to not do that. So I think mm. like we might we might be like old souls or something. I don't know. Because Maybe. my mom Have and like, her generation, like the boomer generation, they're very much like that, like a hundred percent. Um, I, I will say I do like a, a relaxing day every once in a while. But I have to be doing something. Something. Though. Yes. Like, I have like for me to relax, it's not like like I can't, you know, obviously like I love like like putting on a good like show that I'm watching for a couple hours, but like I can't spend like a whole day just like slumming it on the couch. Like if it's like a rest day, I need to like go out somewhere, or, like do an activity or like in the summer, like do a lake day or something where I'm like still doing something, but maybe it's not necessarily like work or like school yeah. work or whatever it is, you know. But if I like did nothing that day that's where I'm like uh I wasted a day I know literally I just feel like I get mad at myself like I like oh my god I could have done this I should have been doing this like yes it's like a never ending and I have dreams about it sometimes like me too oh my god we have the same delusion (laughs) I love it I don't think I've ever met someone who like thinks the exact way in that sense as me because like I swear people think I'm crazy like like just take a day like you can take a day off and I'm like I will never. I will never do it. Yeah, no, like the dreams really eat me alive. Like when I have to pay people, I start getting dreams like, oh my God, I missed their payday. And then I wake up and I'm like, oh, thank God, that was a dream. Like I will like stress myself out about like- Me too, in my sleep. Yeah, but sometimes I have like a funny, like great dream. Oh yeah, no, it's not like it's every night, like a a nightmare about like missing something. But like I had a dream that I like missed the entire brand trip I had coming up. Like, I, like, didn't wake up for it or something. I have, like, I literally, I'm not even kidding you, Fiona. Before, like, exams, 
for school I'll have dreams where I'm like doing the exam or like even after the exam happens I'll have a dream that I'm like doing the test in my dream and I'm like trying to do the math but like since I'm not awake I can't like focus on it and then I'm like yeah it's oh my god that sounds hot oh god that sounds <laughs> I've never had a school dream which I'm, I'm grateful for yeah. but that sounds a, like yeah stressful oh god we do you ever get really really tired though like like exhausted or no do you not have oh yeah no I definitely like some days I'm like some days I feel like running away from everything and just like quitting everything and being like maybe I should just live more of like a soft life but then I know I wouldn't be happy you know yeah no I I have that thought too I'm like what if like I I go on the what if train I'm like okay let me reel it back in like that's ridiculous but so I you get mentioned really tired sometimes yeah sure. no and you uh, that's when you like gotta like you know be a little nicer to yourself and you know take some extra time to sleep or rest because then like if I don't and I've made this mistake way too many times I like instantly get sick yeah same oh my god I get like a sore throat my body just shuts down then I'm like it like forces you to take a break when you yeah. don't want to and when it's the most inconvenient time Literally. so that's why you like have to just like schedule in those breaks when it's mm-hmm. convenient or else it'll hit you and be like well now yep. you can't do anything and then you're like <laughs> yep. no exactly I know it's always like right before something really important too and I'm just like oh and I am so mad at myself because I could have prevented this but I didn't mm-hmm. so yeah no I fully agree so you mentioned earlier that you were homeschooled was that like throughout your whole like kind of k to 12 so I I got pulled out of school in third grade because at the time we didn't know that I was dyslexic and legally blind in my left eye so I couldn't read anything like whiteboards blur everything a blur unless it was like this close to my face like I had severe learning issues I still have severe learning issues like it's something that I'm kind of ashamed of sometimes is I have to use Siri to spell things sometimes. And I have to like look up a word to make sure I spelt it right, which is so irritating sometimes. But like, I, I'm like, you know what? It, I like to share this because I feel like a lot of people do go through like different learning issues and it does not prevent you from being successful. Like no. at all. It, it does challenge you a little bit. Like you will find a new way to do something. Like yeah. I don't think anyone uses Siri as weird as I do. Like I use it on like different, like weird ways, but right. works- and you might have to work like a little bit harder to like get somewhere compared to like someone who doesn't have that. But like, I don't think, yeah, like you said, like, I don't think it's anything to be ashamed of if anything, like, it's good to talk about because then, you know, especially since you have a following and stuff, like other people will feel inspired by you because you're doing so much, you know? Yeah, no. And I, yeah, I think it, in a way, I think it teaches you to adapt because Mm -hmm. I think adapting is like a very important thing. Like you're going to have to learn a lot of different things and be like, wow, like I suck at this. Like there is things that I absolutely suck at when it comes to a business, but what's important is like building a team that really supports you and com- we all complement each other. Um, and may I say writing is not my skill unless it's using Siri and my <laughs> editing skills, but yeah, no, it's, it's always interesting to hear about people's stories, but yeah, I was homeschooled from uh, third grade to my senior year. I actually graduated my junior year. So I graduated because okay. it was during COVID and I was bored and I was like, Oh Let's my God. Let's just get this done. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, because I, I didn't film much because I filmed one video and then I got like absolutely like bashed for going outside. So I was like, okay, I'm going to take a little break because yep. I didn't want to piss anyone off and I didn't want to get sick. I was like, okay, I'm good. I'm good. But yeah. Yeah, I remember people got so mad at me in one video that I went to like the drugstore to pick up like new makeup, but I'm like, it's open. I'm wearing yeah. a mask. Like, yeah, like- I get like. And this was, like, right at the start, so, like, things weren't, like, completely shut down yet, and I don't think any of us realized how, like, bad it would get at the start, so, like, I was just wearing my mask, going to the grocery store, like, picking up the new makeup, <laughs> you know, yep. didn't think much of it, and then I posted before, like, why would you do that? Yeah, I know, I got, like, brutally attacked. I'm like, like, okay. I deleted the video, I was like, okay, I'm not, uh-uh, I'm good. I don't want to doing it, that. I'm good yeah exactly have you ever done that have you ever deleted a video from hate or like turned off the comments or anything actually no I've never done that and there are some videos like that I've gotten like absolutely slammed on but I think like I think from a young age like I just like it helped me develop like tough skin in terms of like hate like I do not really care too much about that um even like I've had some TikToks where like they were like ads and the advertiser like the brand turned off the comments well you know I'll, I'll just say this anyway so I did this video with Vaseline because I was using Vaseline to like slug and like use it on my skin yeah. for a while like after my acne started healing and I had like really deep scars because during the winter my skin gets so dry so I needed like Vaseline okay. to act as my like skin Heal. barrier yeah and it really helped mm-hmm. me so I was already using it for like three months and then they actually reached out for a partnership and I'm like perfect this is like I, I love yeah. when things line up like this yeah. it's like I'm already using it every day and they probably like saw that so I'm like yeah this will be like the easiest ad like I'll ever have to film because it'll basically just be my like night skincare routine for the time being and I got like absolutely slammed in the comments because people were basically saying because well the narrative was is that like I as like a white person I shouldn't be using Vaseline to slug which was like very confusing to me and like I was getting all these comments being like um things like the white people have taken something from us again like why are you using ah. that like you have white like all this stuff and to be completely transparent like my boyfriend is like mixed so I like immediately like showed him like the video and I'm like okay like am I in the wrong here you know because if I am like obviously like that was not my intention like I'll take it down like I never want to like you know make anyone feel bad with a video and he's like looking at this video he's like no like yeah he's like you're just using masking on your skin like you know and he's reading some of the comments and he was like these are just silly like people are just getting mad for nothing I had people like duetting the video stitching it blah 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 and then but the video was getting a lot of traction from it which I think the brand was like we're good with that so they just yeah. like, turned off the the comments um so I didn't turn them off myself and I think like they don't really bother me too much even when I'm getting like a ton of hate because it's like in my head I'm like you know what you guys are just fueling this video to like thank you get more traction you know like I really could not care less um sometimes I like to troll people back and like reply to a comment and then yeah do that whole technique but like no like I I think the only times like comments really like hurt me in a way is when they come for like my um myself as like a person and my intent and some of those comments like that's where like it bothers me because Mm -hmm. it's like you don't know like who I am or when people like are like oh like you're just a creator like blah 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 you're getting paid to do this and it's like well 
no like I do have like other stuff going on even if I was just a creator like that's still like enough you know so when people come for like your um what's the word I'm looking for but like your character that's that's yeah. what I was when people come for your character without knowing you that's where I'm like yeah you shouldn't really like speak on that because you don't know it but yeah. I also do recognize like people are really like it's really easy to hide behind a screen and say something and it's always the people like when you reply to a comment or reply with a video to it they always delete the comment immediately in their bio it's typically like Jesus loves everyone or like spread love and I'm like I'm like really running the most vulgar comment I've ever seen but okay <laughs> no right I've actually I did an experiment and I got a like a few hate comments on like a Instagram post I clicked their account and I DM them and I was like hey like I'm so sorry if I upset you have a wonderful day with like a heart like and I meant it like it wasn't it wasn't me like eh, like it wasn't yeah. it wasn't me being petty yeah. And they responded back to me like, oh my God, I love you so much. I'm so sorry for leaving that comment. Like, thank you so much. Like, blah, blah, blah. Like, they were so nice. And I was like, what? I was like, what are you doing? I was like, are you trying to get attention? I was so, I, was, I thought it was so interesting. And I did it again and again and again. And I almost always had the same response. I think that, well, also the people who leave hate are the ones who have a lot of hate in their lives. Yeah. So if they, you know, like, I, you just can't take it personally. I sometimes exactly. will take it a little personally. Like, sometimes I'll be like, really? But now I don't really take the comments as serious because I'm like, okay, like, whatever. Like, it doesn't matter. It really doesn't. But in person, when people say things to me, sometimes I'm like, I will get a little, I won't be that nice. Like, yeah. I've, I've had a few moments where I've, like, fully exploded on someone. Oh, wow. <laughs> what is wrong with you because I hate when someone just like degrades you and after degrade and just like it goes down 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 and then at one point I just sometimes blow up well yeah and that's when you kind of have to like protect yourself from that I I actually did a full episode on like listening to like people's negative opinions and like I talked a lot about like how you need to kind of approach it with like an energy in energy out maybe it's like the science brain of me talking there but um you know like if someone leaves you a hate comment online, it probably took them five seconds to type that out. So, like, why should you give them more than, like, five seconds of energy back, right? So, you shouldn't let it ruin your whole day, right? You can, like, read the comment be like, that kind of sucked, and then put it away. You know what I mean? I literally have something on this thing, this, like, board. Wait, I'm going to read it. Let me, I'm like, not me, like, scroll. <laughs> um, if it's not going to matter in five years, don't spend more than five minutes being upset about it. Exactly. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. Like the bottom shelves are just such a mess. We love that. I'm like, no. time to hide it. I love it. Okay, so Fiona, before we like end this off, I do want to get into a couple more topics with you. So obviously you're like here for like spreading, you know, awareness and also just like being a brand that represents teens, um, which I absolutely love because I think like there's so much that goes on in those like teen years of your life you know you change so much as a person you're dealing with so much opinions you're like trying to figure out your whole life um and there's a lot of pressure there so what's your kind of goal like obviously you've done so much with freelance like thus far but what's your goal like for like the next five years to like you know expand that even more well I really want to build out a team of like teens so like even some tweens in there like creating ideas and really like 
filling us in on like what's going on in their lives and like how the brand can benefit them. Right. I want to create like more like groups around that. I want to do more public speaking. I want to sponsor like different high schools and different sports teams, like, like a lot of like teen oriented things. So I love that. I also want to work with like different like organizations that help um, teens that have like struggled with different things like domestic violence also like the kids who are in those shelters like I want to overall like the whole brand I really wanted to help teens like mm-hmm. not just with their skin and like giving them a product that's made for them but also just like emotionally supporting them um, so yeah the whole goal is to make more money so I can give more money out to people who deserve it um so yeah that is that is the plan hopefully it all works out but god there's so many bumps that happen that I always makes me think I'm like oh my god is this like gonna work but I I believe in it and I'm gonna make it work no matter what happens so I I love that and I can't wait to see you do all those things I'm I'm rooting for you and freelance all the way um I do have to ask though because you were so young starting this and you talk so much about having a great team like do you feel like it was ever hard to kind of be a founder and like make all these decisions and do you feel like there were some instances where people didn't take you seriously because you were so young oh yes I still get it to this day a hundred percent less a little less now because we are in retailers yeah and you've like established yourself it's like I've done this thus far yeah exactly like they don't do it as much but oh my god yes all the time I remember I've been in meetings where I literally have gotten talked over completely talked over like cut off and I was in the middle of saying something like important or like sharing my thoughts on something completely cut off um or like when my mom is on the call because my mom and I do work together my mom Mm -hmm. is like a lot older than me I mean my mom but (laughs) oh my God, it, like they'll completely talk to her rather than me or they'll email her really nice and not email me as nice. Right. Those little things where they will put the older person above you 100%. But I do, now I'm working with a lot more teens. So, and like young, like Gen Z. So like yeah. up like 23. Um, so it's a lot easier to communicate with them because like we text instead of email all the time. We like use slang words, like I'll let you know, but like, you know, like- the Yeah, re- yeah, yeah like it's a lot more like our brains just get it more and it's also easier to talk about social media and everything and also talking to creators I have the background of being a creator so like I feel like that's helped a lot and there's like because usually brands can be awful to work with like I've had some awful experiences with brands so you've seen both sides of it yeah Yeah. exactly so I feel like I feel like it helps but no I've definitely been I've been judged talked over and a lot of teenage men love to just absolutely bash me like well, of course because you're much more successful <laughs> I mean I guess but like it doesn't like it, it does it shouldn't matter but they I know they it matters so much and they love to pick me apart and I'm just like this is real like that's yeah. it's like I don't know what else to do I'm like okay well I'm like, yeah walk away but you just gotta keep just showing them like how much you're doing and not let it affect you which I think you're you're definitely doing um just out of curiosity like what's your position like I are you and your mom like co-founders of the brand or are you like the founder I I am the founder but I 100% think she deserves like a higher like credit like she doesn't ever take credit for anything which is like as moms do as moms do it's and this is why you have to watch the barbie movie you have to watch the barbie movie like i think i'm probably gonna cry everyone was crying so like you're good 
Oh you, my god, okay, okay. Yeah. If, it, if it ties with moms, I immediately start bawling. Yeah. It's such like an immediate crying. Yeah. Go with your mom and watch it, trust me. It's so oh good. my god, okay, okay, good good tip. Uh, I'm gonna do that. Uh, what was I saying? Oh yeah, but my... I mean, my mom like runs a lot of the back end. So what, so what I do is I, I develop the products. Mm -hmm. I send like the products out to creators to get like feedback. I work with influencers. I also manage a lot of like the design and like photos. So I do like the photo shoots. I always like work around videos. I do editing. I also work with all like our like part-time employees and interns and you're like I'm the face like, of the brand. I'm like the face of the brand. Yeah. And then I also do all the buyer meetings. So like whatever, like I'm like presenting a product, I'm always the one like talking about it and going to events. Um, but my mom does a lot of the back end stuff. So when it comes to like fulfilling orders and like making sure everything's on track for like shipping to like different DCs and like different distributors, um, she does that. And then uh, like all like the, like the website, making sure that's all working. Um, we both do like the email and the text list, but like she like sends it out. She's like a very back end, yes. but you cannot have a business without someone running that. And no. it's a crucial part for sure. Absolutely. I'm like, I am working right now on hopefully launching like my own brand really soon. Um, and thank you. And like me and my business partner, like we're really just trying to find like, what's that dynamic of like where both of our skills, like, you know, make sense. Like I've definitely taken more of a lead in like product development because like I have a chemical engineering background. I've worked in product development, you know, like in the formulation, like I take a lot of that, but also like, I know the social media end of things. So like, that's more of where I'm trying to take more of a lead on, but we're really trying to find like that balance of like, okay, like what are our roles going forward? Because up till now, we've definitely been just like every step of the way we've kind of been doing together because it's like, okay, we're both trying to like figure this out. And he's been so helpful, even in like formulation, all that, even though he had, he had no experience in that prior to like starting out um, this brand, but moving forward, we're like, okay, like once we launch, like we really have to kind of, still work together but kind of do our own thing to really make yeah. this brand work so just yeah. finding that new dynamic yeah yeah, yeah it's exactly. a process too like you'll have moments where you'll be like what the like, like it, it's a it's a process but eventually it starts to flow way easier and um yeah like the most important thing is that you both like trust each other yes and listen to each other that is like yes. the most important thing yeah. my mom and I will sometimes have that issue or we'll be like no no like and yeah. we're like what are we doing? Like, I think that's a very just like mother daughter dynamic or family dynamic in general. Cause I know I work with my brother. I've been working with him for two years and sometimes it's like, you yeah, know, yeah. like we fight in a way that like, I wouldn't fight like that with like an employee. I like didn't have a personal. Family con yeah. Like, yes. you know what I mean? So oh, it's like, so different. Cause you can so, yell at you like someone, yes. like you can yell at your family member and you, and like, then the next day you're like over Love it. You. Yeah. yeah. But you and can't do that in the normal like no oh no no yeah. oh my god I would be the worst for oh yeah yeah no, it's no, just no. different but no that that's super cool well no I love that and I guess before we end off one last topic I want to talk to you about is obviously you know this podcast is all about beauty standards and just kind of breaking down those walls um and I think with your brand you're already the brand is so real I love like the no makeup makeup aspect you're taking to it because you know as teens I think we do feel like a lot of pressure to like look perfect and we're comparing ourselves a lot so kind of I think with your products it's really learning to like enhance your natural beauty rather than like covering up your flaws which I I adore I love that so much but 
what are your kind of visions for the brand and what do you hope to see also like in the beauty industry more of in like the skin positivity space? I would say more transparency because when you think of a lot of these brands like a L'Oreal, a Maybelline, a NYX, a Neutrogena, who do you think of being behind those brands? Like, I don't think of a face. Like, there's no face that comes mm-hmm. to mind when it comes to those. I really wish they showed more of, like, the behind-the-scenes work that went on. Yeah. And I don't even know if I fully want to know, but I think that customers need to know those things because so many brands are evil. Like, they are genuinely not they're here to make a dime. They're here to make a buck off of you. Like that's what they care about. And I think that slowly, I think it's showing that like brand founders are coming out more and like talking more about their brand um, and being more transparent about what goes on behind the scenes. But I think more like big brands need to do that. And they need to be more honest because Neutrogena is like, it's supposedly acne fighting and good for like, like teen skin and like sensitive skin when it's so not like there's so many ingredients in there that just are not good like the fragrance they use the oils they use like it's just like it's upsetting I think because I'm like don't put that on your skin like it could burn like it can irritate it like and brands just don't like these huge brands just don't care um so I want to see more transparency right and I think there is like a whole kind of stigma around you know, influencer starting brands because yes. everyone's like, oh, like another influencer another starting brand, blah, blah. But I think like mm-hmm. there is something more personable there. You know, you know who's behind it. Um, and they typically have like a a bigger message rather than just like making sales. Obviously you need sales for any brand to be successful. So obviously that has to be one of your like goals because you can't do like all of those goals that you yeah. mentioned for your brands, you can't do it without the capital. But there is, like, a bigger, you know, goal behind just, like, making money. Um, So did you receive, like, any backlash? I know, like, obviously you started this brand a a bit ago. So I think now there is more backlash with, like, because it feels like everyone's starting a brand. But did you receive any of that? No, uh, not in the beginning. Not really not at all, which I'm very grateful for. I think at the time there wasn't that many influencer brands. So I didn't really get the backlash. And also a lot of people, like, I they don't 100% know that I own the brand. Like some people are still unaware of that because like the main message behind it is like teen focus. Like we have a team where Gen Z, Gen Alpha focus. So you're Um, more like a rep or like the face. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's like a, it's like there's the story that like really shows. And like, if you go to like our like page, like you can really like kind of see that um, and like see it with me. But I I don't even know where I was going with that. Um, But where, what, what, where was I? what were we talking about? I just, my brain just like completely just like shut off. Um, we were, we were oh, talking. Influencer getting yeah, hate yeah. on the, no, I didn't, I really didn't get any hate, which was, I mean, maybe I got a few that was like, oh, okay. Like, blah, like did right, you right. create the brand? Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Labeled. I'm like, oh, no, you just put your no. name on it. Well, yeah, of course, yeah. of course. I got a few of those, but not, not a significant amount, but That's now good. I do think that there's some, like the, I don't think the influencer brands really bo- like bother me because I, I see the story behind mm-hmm. them and I see like their love for the brand, but like actors and like actresses or singers that are coming out with their brands, I'm just like, hmm, like some, not all, not yeah. all. Some, some are doing it really good. Yeah, it, it just yeah. depends on how, how it looks for sure. We covered a lot. We, I feel like we, we definitely did. We, we like went through the whole like, you know, influencers, everything. Um, so I think we can kind of, 
close it off there probably I'll definitely look forward to chatting with you again because I love talking to you but thank you so much for coming on the pod yeah of course thank you this was like great I feel like I've just been like chit-chatting with like a bestie over here like I literally I loved it I loved it well to anyone listening thank you so much for tuning into this episode of loud talk with Lavi thank you Fiona again for being on and make sure you go check her out I'll have all her socials as well as brilliance down below in the description if you're watching on YouTube um and make sure you give this video a thumbs up if you enjoyed if you're not watching on YouTube and you're just listening in on Apple Spotify or any of your streaming platforms uh, make sure to rate this episode as well as the podcast five stars nothing lower please (laughs) but um and then go check out the youtube version because we do film the uh video version as well so you can see um myself and the beautiful fiona as well so go check it out on youtube but that is it for this episode everyone thank you so much for joining us and thank you for getting loud remember to stay loud always it is so important to make your voice super loud in this world and tell yourself something you love about your skin today and you will hear from me in the next episode of loud talk with lobby bye bye